You know, one of the great things about coming back to the podcast after a couple weeks is that you really get a chance to think about things. Maybe pontificate, if you will, on the state of affairs of the culture or of perspectives in your life. And sometimes when I watch a movie, I really, I really kind of, I, I can have a chance to reflect on my own life. And I think that's one of the heartbeats, one of the pulsing heartbeats of this podcast is that I like to reflect on things, if, in case you haven't noticed. Old Hambo likes to reflect on things. And uh, when he's not interviewing amazing writers and amazing people, he, he uh, you know, well, he likes to talk to himself in the third person. But, um, <laughs> you know, I really like to uh, take the scenario, scenario that I'm watching and how does it tie into the things I'm thinking and feeling in my own life and the battles I'm, I'm trying to overcome uh, to be a, a better person or, or, or whatever it is, the best person I can be? That happens when I watch movies like Avengers Endgame. Uh, during fight scenes, during scenes in between characters, major characters, arguments, fights... Um, I think so much of it is relatable because we all had fights to varying degrees with people. Maybe not to the extent of like Civil War, Marvel Civil War, but on a lesser, more minor scale. I mean, we've all been ticked off at people that we've loved or are close with. And uh, the feelings, it all kind of comes back to a root feeling of uh, anger, uh, bitterness, grudges, um, envy, jealousy. It all, they all, there's, they can get complicated, but it all comes down to those certain roots that we can all relate to, the root, root emotions. And... Uh, Well, I had a chance. I'm like, you know, I love going to see movies on Thursdays or the opening nights. But even me, even me, I had to. Well, first, firstly, it was because uh, the finances weren't in the right place quite yet. I had to bow out and not go see it opening night. But I did see it. Friday, actually opening night, I believe it was Thursday, uh, so it was midnight, and I, whew, I knew it was going to be juggernaut, this one, I'm like, this is the kind of movie you kind of have to order in advance, I never get tickets in advance online, I, it's so incredibly rare, it's what maybe happened like once, just because a friend talked me into doing it, maybe, you know, maybe twice, but, uh, 
I took my chances. I said, okay, I'm not going to see it. That I'm gonna, It's, it's going to be so nuts. I'm going to see it. I'll see it opening. I'll see it Friday when it comes out. hits theaters everywhere. And, uh, you know, I went alone. I went alone because no one's as passionate uh, out of the people I know, which is a real sad state of affairs. <laughs> um, I went alone, and I'm like, I'm going to go. I don't want any more. Um, this theaters, because what happened last time is we, I went to a couple different theaters and they were all sold out. And it's just more complicated with more people. And I'm like, I'm just going to go and check it out Friday and I'm going to try to see an IMAX. I wanted to see IMAX 3D. Only one showing for the whole day for IMAX 3D. So, so much for that idea. But... IMAX, I should be able to get a show. I should be able to get a So I go there, and I get there late, a little late, because I was so sluggish that whole day, because it was my day off, and I'm like, just taking it easy. So I finally get in there. It was an AMC, and the guy's like, okay, well... You can get into that IMAX, but you're going to have nosebleed or seats. I'm like, damn it. And he's like, oh, I go, when's the next IMAX showing? He's like, the next one is 8 o'clock. It was about 4 o'clock. No bueno. No good. I'm not going to wait around uh, in in the city part of town with, you know, be tempted to spend money drinking or whatever. And I didn't have any books, barely anything with me to write or draw. Which is, well, I have a drawing pad. I, you know, I could have done some drawing. So, I always have a drawing pad with me. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I did that. And I said, what's the next, what about the 3D show? Um... And they're like, well, that 3D show's about two hours. <laughs> like, man, could I could I have been any more off the mark with the showings? Here I'm thinking they had one every hour. I go, okay, what about the regular show? He's like, well, yeah, we got a regular show about a half hour. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I drove all the way out. The, granted, it's about 28 minute, 28 minute drive. It's a little bit further of a drive than I want to do. But it's the only theater that has a good, awesome IMAX screen, and it's a good, a good ways away. Um, so I'm like, I'll see the regular version, and I didn't even know. I mean, I was kind of lucky to even see the regular version after the fact, from what I've been finding out. I get a, I get a nice primo seat right in the middle. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, kind of, we were all packed in there like sardines. And uh, this is going to be a spoiler free. Um, no, no spoilers. No spoilers in this one, actually. Um, so, I sit down and, you know, the seats. You know, they're, they're doing the whole thing where you, they number the seats. You you know, you, they assign you seats. 
and some theaters are still not doing that, which I'm, I'm kind of grateful for that. I kind of like that. Um, but the seats are numbered, so I'm still kind of conditioned to kind of go find the numbered seat I'm supposed to sit in. So I was scrunched in between a couple girls. The girl to my right, <laughs> throughout the movie, she was jumping. She was like, uh, you know, a scaredy cat. Whenever some big thing happened or Hulk bashed in or whatever. Although I, I, I will say, Hulk doesn't get too crazy in this one. <laughs> if there's any disappointment, it's uh, Hulk doesn't really Hulk too much. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, amazing opening to this movie. Something happens to uh, a character that you don't see coming. And I've read the comic, and what it's neat. What is neat is that this thing is this movie is do, doing its own its own dance, its own story, inspired by the comic Infinity Gauntlet. It's not, you know, they they could have been a bit more faithful to the original source material, which I thought they were going to do more homages to it than they did. But really, they're kind of doing their own dance with this one. And which makes it neat in a way because it kind of, you know, if you're a comic fan, and it still surprises you. Um, but there's a few nods to the comic, and uh, gosh, everyone, like I said in my uh, Facebook uh, non-spoilerific uh, review, uh, people showed up. They said the lines. Craft Services was there. Um, no, everybody was good. Everyone was on point. Um, you know who was really good was in, in a very small amount of time was a certain character from Doctor Strange. <laughs> See, I told you this is going to be a non-spoiler review, and uh, um, I will say this. Um, Characters were there. Alright. <laughs> Characters were there. But, I mean, look. Characters come back sometimes if they want. Alright? <laughs> That's. How do we do this? Uh, I'll, I'll go, I guess I'll go to the feelings, the overall feelings that I felt watching this just a lot uh, there's a bit of a catharsis I guess a little bit of a wow um, they do some things in this movie where it gets pretty risky like and they stick to the the, the lunacy of changing a character um, and they kind of let a gag a gag thing with the character kind of go on a little bit too long. <laughs> I can't believe it. They take a lot of... Excuse me. Whew. They take a lot of risks in this movie. Um, this movie doesn't have balls. There's some swearing going on. Rocket Raccoon is outstanding. His comedy is on point in this one. A lot more so than, than uh, Volume 2 Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this is Rocket at some of his best. He's witty, he's funny, he always says 
the right thing. And, uh, yeah. Um, even, and I will say this, Captain Marvel, grown, uh, Miss Brie Larson herself comes in and, uh, she shows up, you know, and, uh, <laughs> she does her job, and, but I am happy to say that Thanos, and this is kind of a possible spoiler, Thanos did give her a hard time. Aww. Aww, sorry, Brie, sorry, Captain Marvel, you, you know, uh, you're just not that tough. I mean, it is Thanos, for Pete's sakes. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, Brie. You know, I'm sure she can't be complaining too much that she went to the premiere of Endgame by herself because she's a millionaire now, at least, in the millions. So, I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, I dug the Thanos jewelry she had on. That was a nice touch. But I'm I'm watching the photos, and it's like, man, there's nobody with her as she's getting out of her Lamborghini or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> and, it, you know, she looks great. She looks great. But there's nobody around her. I'm like, did she go to the premiere by herself? Wow. So, I don't know. I mean, in some respect, it's kind of neat to see a woman go without a, the boyfriend or something. But, at the same time, it's very jarring. <laughs> it makes me think, Bree, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, you silly girl? Who are you alienating, and why are you going so hardcore into, into alienating people? Yeah, I, I'll get off the soapbox, because that's a whole other podcast, and I'll probably go into that more in the spoiler podcast, but I just wanted to get this out there. Uh, we got some good material to talk about here in the podcast. It's been a little while. I haven't done any on the roads, but I'm going to start to get some momentum going. I got Game of Thrones I'm watching, too. Whew. We are winning. We are just winning as a uh, uh, as a consumer right now with the pop culture. Endgame and Game of Thrones finale. I mean, how do you top that? How does Marvel top this? I don't know. This is kind of their big, they're kind of blowing their big story wad. There's not a lot of story. I mean, there's some good storylines, some big storylines, but Infinity War it was is kind of like the, almost like the Crisis of Infinite Earths for Marvel, almost. It's up there. It's one of the most memorable story arcs that has to do with the whole Marvel universe. Uh, you got Secret Wars, which I don't think I ever got through the whole thing. I just read parts of it, um, growing up. Onslaught, you got Age of Apocalypse. You know, those are mostly X-Men focused, but... Uh... Oh, yeah. Ooh, you know what I liked was Universe X, Paradise X. Those were freaking excellent. 
those they could do. Oh my gosh. Now I think of it, that could be an amazing streaming. Paradise and Universe X. Wow. Wow, those would be dope. Someone should pay me for coming up for that with that idea. Anyway, back to the movie. Some of the characters change in this. They make some real liberties. Uh, Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, is great. He showed up. He said the lines. Very sincere. And uh, I'm sure he ate from craft services. But he's funny in it. I mean, it's just... It just tells you when you have another director do his character and do his uh, his companions and Michael Douglas and all that. One of the things, you know, I just wish they used Michael Douglas a bit more in the storyline. There's a lot in this movie where they built up a lot of expectations in Infinity War. I don't think all, I don't think they're quite all those expectations are met. Because they built too big of a, too much of it, too much, too much leading up to it. And your imagination goes goes wild, and it's so hard to rein it in after the end of uh, Infinity War, especially with Doctor Strange's ideas that he was he was doing some shit, looking at all these alternate timelines. I just. Uh, Everyone was awesome. Uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. has got an amazing line towards the end of this movie. It just ties everything into the first movie beautifully. There's a lot of callbacks to the earlier movies. Um, some great. There's some great cinematography shots. There's a couple forced moments. And people say it's when uh, a certain uh, gender gets together. And forms a certain team. It, it's very, it's very heavy-handed. So that's one of the reasons I had to pull a a, a point from uh, my ten-point scale because of the some of the heavy-handedness. And there are some things that weren't explained that were just talked about, but that were not shown. And Thanos, I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at some other people in this movie where it's like. Hulk, I'm looking at you, where things, interesting things happened off the screen that we never saw, but we see the repercussions of it, repercussions of it, and I'm like, man, there was just so much they could have shot, there's so much more they could have done with this, but there, there's a lot of talking in the first hour, and uh, I saw one of the reviewers, uh, I, I was watching it, beyond the trailer, Talking about, uh, uh, Grace was talking about kids not liking this one so much. Well, no shit. There's a lot of talking <laughs> between Tony and Cap uh, in the first hour of kind of back and forth uh, talking between the Avengers. And there's a lot of setup. And kids, if anything, hate exposition and setup and talking, unless it's funny stuff. We Kids like action. And like visual things happening, and I, I don't blame them in a lot of ways. But you know, you get older, you start to appreciate a little bit more. It's kind of like you know when you go when you're a kid and you're watching your parents talk, 
and they're talking about adult stuff and boring stuff, which a lot of adult stuff is boring stuff, now that I'm an adult, um, kind of. Uh, <laughs> and that's how you feel. You feel like, man, come on, how can they stand themselves, all the stuff they're talking about, so lame. Um, you know, let me just get this, let me get my, uh, you know, let me get my He-Man and throw down with the, uh, with B-Man, you know, and, and just, <laughs> let me play a video game. There's so many cool things I could do right now that's way better than what they're talking about. Um, let me get my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out. Let me get my Donatello out and start throwing down on the Foot Clan. Some of my toys there. It's, uh, let me get the party wagon out. <sighs> Missed the party wagon, but this movie... Um, there's a lot of things where you're watching it. There's a lot of human nature. Even with the aliens, there's a lot of being nature of, like, expressions and emotions and, you know, things that you fight in your own life that you want to overcome certain things within yourself. Grudges. Um loss when you lose something someone there's some really there's some heavy themes in this man and there's some repercussions in this movie where you don't expect things it, yeah you some things happen in this where it's like i got choked up i did i got choked up in it there's some sacrifices that were made in this movie where it's like, wow, that's strong. Emotionally, this movie is very strong. Um, the action is more towards the very end, probably the last 25 minutes. It's backloaded with a lot of the action. If you want more of the action, Infinity War is the one. And uh, I think this could have had a leaner cut on on the talking, I think you still could have built things up and not la lingered so much on on some of these shots or else they should have made this movie longer. Like, this movie could have been a half hour longer than a three hour run. I would have been alright with that if they, f they put in more action oriented things and more story possibilities and, and shown a bit more. If anything, I th thought this movie needed to be longer. <laughs> It's already three hours. It needed to be longer. Um, I'm going to end here because I, I like, you know, it's a spoiler free and I'm, I'm going to blow, my, I don't want to blow my whole review load. I'm a, I'm, it's amazing that I saw this and it is historic. I'm glad I was able to see it opening day on Friday, even as a, just on a regular screen. Um, it's weird. It's weird that a lot of my friends, even even my geeky friends that like Star Wars, don't go see this. They're not. They're just totally whatever. Like, oh, you're going to see that, huh? I hear that's a big movie. Yeah. <laughs> even my brother, who's big into comics, he's more into DC. I'll have to text him and talk to him, or talk to him and see what he thinks if he saw this movie yet. But 
it's like, wow, I'm the only one. Only one out of my circle of friends that gives this much shit about Avengers Endgame. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's kind of... Uh, there's some uh, some kind of weird solitude to that. But anyway, there you go. I'm going to give it... Um, Well, I'll do the star system because on my spoiler review, I'll do that, do the the scale. But in this one, since it's a uh, no spoilers, I'll I'll give you. It's three and a half out of four. It is probably three and it's yeah three and a half out of four. It's not quite four, and there's reasons for that. Certain poses were made. There's some heavy handedness. There's some plot holes that supposedly you had to watch Captain Marvel to go to, to get, but I, I wasn't buying into that, sorry. But I think the bigger crime was that there's more possibility to do this movie than they even were able to get on screen. And I felt a little let down by that, but there's some strong, strong emotional beats. The actors have a real chance to shine, especially Hawkeye, especially Black Widow, they have some real time to shine in this movie, and they make up for a lot of lost ground. And I was impressed with that. So I'll leave it at that. I'll see you guys back here at the Ham Palace probably in about, I don't know, maybe about a week, maybe sooner. Um, check out my uh, my drawing course. I'll be doing a webinar on Zoom um, April 30th. I'll be discussing my cartoon course Prime, the big un unleashing, or at least delving more into that. You're welcome to check it out. I'll leave my website up, and uh, you can go ahead and sign up for updates. Anyway, I'm going to call it a night here at the Ham Palace. Thanks for joining me. Long days, pleasant nights. I'll be talking to you guys soon for the spoiler, the spoiler version of Avengers Endgame. Long days and pleasant nights. Ooh, more about developments with the Dark Tower, too, coming soon. Can't believe I just said that. Dark Tower, possibilities. <laughs>